Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I'll update you on the recent performance of the functional CPG brand portfolio that owns Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritionals. But before we get started, I would love if you took 45 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Did you know that there's a new resident DJ, I mean CEO at the Simply Good Foods Company? And does that mean there's about to be a cake thrown at competitors soon? I'll touch on some deeper thoughts surrounding that introductory statement a bit later in this content, but on April 5th, 2023, the Simply Good Foods Company reported its fiscal 2023 second quarter earnings for the period ending February 25th of 2023. As I usually do on these quarterly updates, I'll kind of start by running through some high-level financial data to update you on how the Simply Good Foods performed recently, but more importantly, I'll use the earnings report the associated conference call, and any other like relevant publicly disclosed news to give context for my expanded strategic commentary on trends that are happening within the healthy and fitness snacking spaces. For those new to my content that might not be familiar, the functional CPG brands that are within the Simply Good Foods company's portfolio are Atkins Nutritionals, yes, from the Atkins diet, and Quest Nutrition. The portfolio had quarterly revenue of $296.6 million, which was basically flat year over year. That was the result of an 8.2 percentage point price increase that was partially offset by a 6.9 percentage point volume loss stemming from a prior year retail customer inventory build. The remaining 1.3 percentage point headwind came from a March 2022 agreement to license the Quest frozen pizza business. The revenue was down 1.4% on a quarter over quarter sequential basis. In terms of geographic performance, North America was up 0.3% year over year, but international declined 10.8% year over year, which was blamed on the impact of two price increases put in place over the last fiscal year. Total Simply Good Foods Company retail takeaway for the 13 weeks ending February 26 of 2023 increased 14.2% in the U.S. measured channels, coming from positive volume and price growth. If you combine the measured and unmeasured channels, retail takeaway is estimated at positive 16%. Looking quickly at the margin side, the company had gross margins of 34.6%, which was down 200 basis points year over year and down 230 basis points quarter over quarter. It was noted the declining gross margins were the result of ingredient and packaging cost inflation. Shifting deeper into individual brand performance, let's kind of start with a recap of how the Atkins Nutritionals brand did during the quarter. Retail takeaway in the U.S. measured channels for the brand increased 3.3% year over year. It's estimated that combining U.S. measured and unmeasured channels would result in a positive 6% retail takeaway growth in the quarter. This is mostly driven by Amazon that had an impressive 35% year-over-year growth with the Atkins brand. Across the entire retail landscape, Atkins shakes continued to be the star of the portfolio with growth of 13.5%, 
meal replacement bars, which comprises of two-thirds of the total Atkins bar business, saw a retail takeaway that was down 3.9% year-over-year, but did improve from the last quarter. The retail takeaway of the confection side of Atkins ready-to-eat offerings did improve sequentially from the last few quarters, but was still down 1.5% year-over-year. This decline is due to the strong launch of the dessert bars last year. Now, let's take a deeper look at the recent performance of Quest Nutrition, which has continued to outshine its legacy brand portfolio counterpart. Retail takeaway for Quest Nutrition across the track channels increased 27.2% year-over-year. The brand continues to outperform the active nutrition segment of the nutritional snackings category. This outperformance is being driven by an increase in household penetration, significant base velocity growth, distribution gains, and new product introductions. Now, unlike Atkins Nutritionals, adding in those unmeasured channels actually blends down the success that Quest Nutrition has had. These account for about a quarter of the total sales at Quest Nutrition, and while they didn't name names, my guess is the culprit is Specialty Channel. It's all good though because Amazon's retail takeaway for the quarter continues to outperform at a plus 30% year over year, and Quest Bar continues to be the top-selling protein bar on the platform. Speaking of the Quest Bar, the new and improved version has been a hit in the market so far. The bar segment of Quest saw positive retail takeaway growth of 24.1% in the U.S. measured channels, according to IRI data. This is super good news for Quest Nutrition because the bar segment still makes up 55% of the total Quest Nutrition revenue, and it's also a more profitable segment because of the economies of scale. That being said, the snack segment of Quest is where you have slightly better growth rates. These are the non-bar format products, which include confections, cookies, and chips. In the latest quarter, you had U.S. measured channels retail takeaway growth of 30.3% year-over-year for this segment. The snack segment also continues to be where the innovation focus is on the Quest Nutrition brand. In the latest quarter, you had new Quest Chips flavor called Bold and Spicy, which goes along with many flavor company trend predictions calling 2023 the year of bold flavors. Moreover, Quest Nutrition made a sort of bold move in selecting mega EDM DJ Steve Aoki as a public face of the brand and its new cheese crackers. This celebrity endorser strategy is something that has been talked about at Simply Good Foods since they acquired Quest Nutrition in August of 2019. Now, do I think Steve Aoki is the end-all be-all face for Quest Nutrition? No, but I think he's a longtime fan that fits the brand strategy and strategic narrative around the product line value proposition. In a recent interview, Steve Aoki mentioned that grabbing a bag of the Quest cheese crackers might curb hunger that allows people to put their energy into another enjoyable moment. And for this like final part of the content, I want to talk about what I was referring to in that introductory statement. In late January, the company announced a CEO succession plan. And no, this won't be an HBO succession plotline where Logan Roy doesn't want to give up power yet to his family. After a decade of leading Atkins Nutritionals, with the last six of those years being at the helm of the Simply Good Foods Company portfolio, Joe Scalzo has decided to take a step back and just hold a board of directors role moving forward. 
This is important leadership change because Joe Scalzo oversaw a period of profound growth, innovation, and value creation, where he was instrumental in the company's successful entrance into the public markets and its transformational acquisition of Quest. When everyone in the supplement industry was saying things like, who is the Simply Good Foods company, and they will likely kill Quest Nutrition at that acquisition announcement, I was saying the leadership was expert operators and would push the brand forward. And they certainly did that. But do I have the same confidence in the new CEO, Jeff Tanner? Well, I really hope he wasn't the one that approved JM Schmucker Company's corporate rebrand. Yikes. And yes, the Northeast Ohioan in me is still upset they went modern and stripped the soul out of its corporate visual identity. Jeff Tanner was formerly the chief commercial and marketing officer at the JM Smucker Company. And in that executive position, he oversaw eight plus billion dollars in commercial duties and led a successful transformation of the company's marketing and sales organizations, which helped Smuckers deliver successive years of growth in organic sales, profits, and market share, contributing to meaningful stock price appreciation. I mention all that to say that he has an impressive background and is fully capable from an X's and O's standpoint, but we'll see how his transition is going into a more functional CPG company. Outside of the basic like mainstream coffee brands it owns, JM Smucker Company isn't particularly known for its functional products or a health and wellness strategic transformation thus far. While you might think that CPG is CPG, you have a much different consumer mindset and journey when you're selling and marketing products that aren't simply serving the basic Maslow hierarchy of needs. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly.